Hey guys, Trent Copeland here. Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Chain. Yo, what's up guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here and you're listening to Moving the Chain. Welcome, welcome, welcome to grand final week of the Moving the Chains Invitate. Oh no, we'll talk about that later. Uh, welcome to Moving the Chains, sponsored by topsport.com.au, where you can get the best odds in NFL. The boys are back. Chad Townsend, co-owner of Cronulla Beerco, part-time rugby yeah. league player, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call this bloke, he's doing it all. He's back. Uh, Nick Davis in the new off-season gear, which looks yeah. very, very tidy there. The Raiders are done, so he might as well go and spend his money on some clothes and the biggest wanker that we can find uh, to fill in this week who's playing me in the grand final of the uh, fantasy and hopefully he sucks like the gear he's wearing now the Detroit Lions uh, Tristan from Top Sport how are we boys good 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 Sally big week this week for you fellas yeah, massive week. Now, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but uh, so much happening again in the NFL. Uh, week 16 this week, uh, it's time to make some moves, really, uh, for some of these teams. Uh, we'll get through the Steelers. have lost three in a row after going undefeated, and we'll talk a little bit about Juju and what that does to the dressing room. The Bucks again, Matt Ryan must be having absolute nightmares about Tom Brady every time they get a massive lead. Dwayne Haskins, well, uh, not losing wasn't bad enough for him. He went in, uh, went into a strip club and got caught. Uh, and the other one is, uh, look, the Jets, you're trying to suck, you're trying to lose, and you find a way to win. So even when you're having <laughs> a really bad season, you've made it worse by winning a game. Uh, we'll also talk about our top sport multis, and then we'll touch on the move in the chains invitational. But, Chad, let's start with you. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, the Steelers, they've lost three in a row now. A lot made about him dancing on the logos of the opponent's team. What do we make of this? Is this just overhyped? I mean, are the Steelers... Uh, are you buying stocks in the Steelers? Like, are they done? Where, where are we at with the Steelers? Well, I think the Steelers, they're falling. The stocks are falling in the Steelers at the moment. Uh, you know, you mentioned Juju there, who's caused quite a bit of a stir over the last few weeks, uh, dancing on the opposition team's logos before the game and putting on TikTok. A lot of the boys over there calling like, you know, the TikTok star and whatnot. And, and I think, you know, I think it's quite funny. Like, I like, and, you know, you and I, Sal, we you know, we talk about, getting out there and showing personality. And I think Juju does that, but also it does, what it comes with is a big target on your back. Now you saw that the Cincinnati Bengals defense were, were going after him on, on the weekend's game and they absolutely folded him on one play. So, hey, I'm, for, I'm all for it. It's a spectacle. That's what people want to see. Um, play on in my books. Uh, Dickie, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they'd won 11 in a row. Then they've lost uh, their last three. But if there's one coach that would sort of love this the way that it's going it's Mike Tomlin uh, he's, a, he's a fantastic coach they get a big game this week against the Indianapolis Colts which I actually think that they can win this game um, they're, they're okay at the moment or you think that this is not what they needed uh, it's not what you need but I think they're okay I, I think they've uh, and and Chad you know and Sal you know as well that when you, you bank enough wins early in the season you this can happen and uh, everyone on the on the outside can can start to panic a lot more than, than everyone inside. Um, so I look, I think the Steelers are are okay. Look, they're not playing great, but they're not losing anyone. Look, they they've still got their their roster. Uh, look, if they were getting beat and losing uh, losing troops, then I'd be a little bit more worried for those guys. But 
in regards to the TikToking and the dancing, look, winning takes care of everything. When you're winning, no one really gives it gives a shit what's going on. You can dance on whatever you like, but if you're going to do it, you got to uh, you got to get the W's, and if you don't, uh, you got you've got to cop it. So, um, look, I think Mike Tom will have a word to him. Look, let's just get some wins, and then uh, and then do some dancing. Kristen, the Steelers, they were shortening all the time, but you felt like they were never, ever really respected enough because they are in the AFC and you've got the, the Kansas City Chiefs there. So what's this done to their odds? And secondly, their defense has just gone out the window. This is one of the top defensive teams in the league. And now on the weekend, they give up 27 to the Cincinnati Bengals, which is unheard of. Second string quarterback too. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what's it done to their odds? And are you surprised how they've digressed? Oh, sorry, they've uh, yeah, gone backwards with their defense. Yeah, I'm really surprised. They're out to $21 to win the Super Bowl. They're in the wow. second pick there a long time ago. And I take the opposing view to you guys. I think they're shot. I, I, I thought they were actually not going as bad as when they'd lost their last two to Washington and Buffalo. Washington's turned out to be a decent side in the last couple of weeks. Buffalo's going well. Mm. But on the back of those two game losses to come out and get beaten by a second string quarterback, you know, at Cincinnati, I know it's a rivalry game, but surely they had to be revved up. This is a statement game to turn our season around and get back on track. I think they've lost a few of the O-line and D-line. I think that's where, you know, things have changed a little bit for them. I, I, I think they're shot ducks. And um, But I love, I love the way they play, as we touched on a few weeks ago. So I'd love to see them turn it around. But, um, yeah, I, I do have concerns over They've got a very tough game this week. The Colts are flying under the radar, looking very good too. So I think it'll be a tight game. They're underdogs at home in that game at 2-10, but... I've got your, your brands as well to finish off the season, Chad. So it's a very tough run home too. Yeah, let's throw this up on app moving the chains where you can go there. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers done? Yes or no? I mean, it's interesting to start 11-0, but you can get into bad habits when you start to lose three games in a row like they have. And maybe that juju stuff's come back to bite him. Uh, all right, Chad, let's get into the GOAT. Tom Brady, again, surrendered a big lead to Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons on the weekend. Went over to the bench, sat in his, uh, that stance that just says, I'm going to come back. And they come all the way back to win that game. Is this more about the Falcons choking again this year and missed opportunities? Or is this about the GOAT doing GOAT things? Yeah, look, it's a good question, Sowie. Look, I think, you know, I think it has to be the Falcons doing Falcons things. I think, you know, they've seemed to have a habit of doing this. And obviously, you know, most notably to Tom Brady, but they've, they've surrendered a lot of other big leagues to a lot of other teams as well. So... I think that organisation, the Falcons, I think they're in disarray at the moment. I think they're not doing anything. Uh, they haven't done anything this year. I think, you know, worthy. They've been very inconsistent. Uh, their defence is horrendous. Um, and I, I just don't think they're, you know, anywhere near an elite team at the moment. Tristan, where are we at with the Bucks betting-wise? Because we had all the specials at the start of the year when we were looking for content on Tom Brady, Gronkowski, all this kind of stuff. Where are they at in terms of betting in that NFC market to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, so to win the Super Bowl, they're $15. Um, and then to win the NFC, they are the $6 fourth favourite behind Green Bay, the Saints and Seattle. So they're there or thereabouts. Um, obviously, there's a big comeback there on the weekend. I agree with what Chad just said, like, the way Atlanta, they've blown leads. I don't know what's going on there. They actually look a good side for half half of most footy games. And then whether they change their mentality or they just got that mentality, they need to change things up. I don't know what the go is. But yeah, the, the Bucks are going to be there or thereabouts. So they've got the ability to win tough. They've got the ability to come from behind and they've got the ability to put teams on. So I think they're going to click towards this. They're starting to click now, but they're going to have to obviously not give up those big leads against good sides uh, if they are to go deeper into the conference. 
Dicky, the Bucks to me are serious contenders basically because they've got guys that have been there and done it before and they've got big names as well that can come up with the big plays. If you're a team like the Saints, Green Bay Packers, are you looking over your shoulder at the Bucks, potentially getting them first week in that wild card round? Absolutely. It would be a side that you uh, you wouldn't want to run into. Uh, look at their side on paper. The locker room is stacked with big game and big play makers. Uh, they can come back. Um, seems to be not a bad balance there at the moment between coach and quarterback. Uh, that's going to be the big thing coming into the playoffs, how that, how that plays out. Uh, if they can they can run a steady ship between the coach and the quarterback, uh, they're a good chance. But the MVP, he might be able to uh, Aaron Rodgers, he might be able to uh, steady his side and, and get him over the line. Let's it's just quickly let's go around. Let's uh, divert that straight away. Who have we got, boys? Because we're one week out now. Is it Rodgers or is it Mahomes? Because Rodgers yeah. leads in the stats. Uh, someone uh, down in the bottom right there, he tipped Aaron Rodgers at $30 plus, I think, at the start of the year. So, if you got on, congratulations. Uh, Chad, is it Rodgers or Mahomes for you? One word. Yeah, I'm going Rodgers. Rodgers. Dickie, you're going Rodgers. Yeah, Tristan, the betting, has it tightened up any with Rodgers or is it still one-way traffic for Mahomes? Uh, it's still 125 Mahomes, 460 Rodgers. So, it is swinging wow. back a little way. but 125. Yeah, I have to respect our traders. Otherwise, I'll, I'll get looked on poorly. So I'm going to go Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you've already had the Christmas party, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he was 270 last week uh, on Top Sport, Tristan. Does the the lack of, I guess, entertainment that he put in that performance last week maybe stretch it out and, and Mahomes got the job done? Yeah, that was a tough game, obviously, Kansas against New Orleans. So the fact he got the job done in a, in a high-quality game like that, although he did... He, he has been a bit unsteady, Mahomes, but I, I think they we need to see Kansas drop a couple of games for or drop a game in the way home for yeah, I think so. to get this. Okay, there you go. Uh, let's move on to the Washington football team, Chad. Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback there who's been mixing it up with Alex Smith throughout the year, uh, played on the weekend, then got caught in a strip club maskless. Now, uh, if you do go into one of those clubs, you probably want to wear two masks, but if you go <laughs> in maskless, you do it at your own risk. Uh, not that I would know. But, um, Chad... <laughs> In terms of leadership, this is the difference between the great sides in the NFL or in any sport, but let's talk about the NFL. The great sides that have strong leadership, especially with COVID. We saw that this year in the NRL. Does this hurt the the Washington football team's chances of making the playoffs and by how much? Yeah, look, I think it does. I think it's a poor look, Sal. You know, Dwayne Haskins, who is a captain in the Washington football team. And, and we've only recently, over the last few weeks, have really been singing the praises of Ron Rivera and the Washington football team. It seemed like they've turned the corner around. But as you mentioned, look, it's, it's a dumb look from the quarterback, who is the leader of the team. Uh, you're never going to see guys like Brady, Rogers, uh, the elite quarterbacks, you know, do things like that. Put their team uh, in jeopardy. I'm out. Tom Brady doesn't need to go to a strip club. And He's got Giselle. That's a poor example. He's got Giselle. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. The other one. These guys, that they, you know, you'd never see guys like that do it. And I think it's put a bit of a dampener on what Washington football team has been trying to do. Uh, it's, it's a bad look, especially heading into where they could potentially, you know, win the division. Yeah. Dickie, they were, they were close on the weekend against Seattle. Yeah. Like, this is a team that... Serious defense, and they've got some playmakers on offense as well. Yeah, look, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be overly wrapped if you're in that organization, um, whether or not you're in playoff contention or not. But the fact that you are, uh, what happens here with, uh, with COVID protocol? If they just stand him down, or what what goes on there? But 
I think the, the football team has become like the Warriors became, I think, in the NRL. I think everyone sort of got onside them this year and uh, has got a bit of a soft spot for them. And, and they, they're, they're on the back of a of defense. Um, they're, they're a chance to, yeah, they might be winning a shitty division, but they're, they're a chance to get there. And I think if your side's out like me, I'm cheering for them now. <laughs> All right, Tristan from Top Sport. Where is the betting at with that division? We spoke last week, the Dallas Cowboys, for a little split second there, $45 to win the division. They had all the results going their way. Um, where are we at now with that betting to win that division? Yeah, I think we touched on that last week. That, you know, I thought there was a little bit of value there. They're into $13. The um, Washington's $1.35. They're out from 108 And New, New York is six fifty, and Philly seven fifty. So the, the Washington's still favoured to win this division, but... Now you drop another game and it really tightens up there. Um, I, I thought it was a terrible look as well. Like there's been such a great sentiment going around about Washington about the mm. story with Ron Riviera, with Alex Smith's comeback, and then for the backup quarterback, you know, he's obviously a captain as we know, but to go and do that after the team's lost a crucial game when the defense has played light, lights out, like you know, it's, you'd be just very disappointed by it. So. Yeah, he certainly would. Uh, let's stay in that division, boys. Just a quick one here. Carson Wentz is just being yeah. an absolute bell end, isn't he? Uh, Jalen Hurts has come in and said, this is my job now. See you, Carson. Take your money and hit the highway. But, uh, Chad, uh, probably 10 seconds each, boys. Where, where do we think Wentz might be suited? Because these guys with big contracts, someone gets desperate enough to pick them up. Are we going to see a, a shitty team roll the dice and try and get in there? I mean, look what happened to Nick Foles. He got big pay. Um, you, you've seen yeah, these guys bounce around from team to team. Where are we seeing Wentz the best suited? Yeah, look, I it's not a good situation for Philly at the moment. I think when you you bench Wentz, who you've just paid an enormous contract for, and you take him out, you sit him on the bench, and now your second-string quarterback comes in and starts to kill it. Like, it really is a bad look for Wentz. What teams really take a gamble on him, I'm not 100% sure because, obviously, you know, we need to find a team that needs to be willing to take on a significant contract like that in terms of, you know, what we only recently saw with the Nick Foles situation. He sort of bounced around between, um, you know, Jaguars and went to uh, Chicago. So, um, but one thing I do think is that I think Philly will move on from Carson Wentz next season. I think they will too. Dickie, let me throw a team at you who needs a quarterback next year and might fit into the system is the New England Patriots. I could see Bill Belichick getting Carson Wentz into a system there, uh, regardless of the big contract. If he thinks he can get the job done and get himself back in, the, in that division race next year, he'll, he'll pull the trigger. Yeah, that was going to be my pick, mate. Well done. Uh, I think if you're looking at a like-for-like-ish quarterback, uh, look, you're not going to pair people to Tom Brady, but similar sort of uh, style. So... Uh, I think the Patriots be one. They're going to they're have plenty of cap space. Uh, who knows what what they do with Cam Newton? I just don't think it, the, the styles fit. So yeah, I think you um, the, uh, the Patriots would have been my pick. It's funny, isn't it, Tristan? They gave him a big contract, but he actually wasn't the person that won the Super Bowl. It was Nick Foles, who not only had the the Super Bowl ring, but had the dressing room as well. So it's been. I mean, not sad. I mean, he's got millions and millions of dollars, but it's always sad when you're under pressure to lose your job and you may be traded. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, we're all assuming he's going to go somewhere. Is someone going to pick up this contract when the Eagles are desperate? Are they going to wait it out or whatever? The the story that I'm reading is that he looks like he's a chance to go into the Colts, which, geez, I don't know if I'd agree with that. Like, obviously, the, mm. the former offensive uh, coordinator from the Eagles is, is there coaching him. But, obviously, Rivers is going really well this year. Yeah. How long is he going to play? Who knows? But I, I would have thought, you know, J- Jacoby Brissett was a really, really good player last year. And I would have yeah. thought he would have learned a lot 
in uh, being River's shadow. I just can't see that as being a, a way forward. But who knows? You know, that, 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 that's a story, and they're not normally wrong with those sort of things. So. Yeah, let us know where you think uh, he might end up on at Moving the Chains on Twitter. Carson Wentz, where does he end up in 2021, the season? All right, boys, uh, another quick one here, the Jags and the Jets. Well, talk about Stinkville. Uh, Both these uh, teams reside there. And on the weekend, the Jets, that's right, the Jets, the winless 0-14 Jets came up and beat the Los Angeles Rams, who are ahead in that division and needed to win that game. Uh, Chad, I mean, what what are we thinking here? Is this just an outlaw? I mean, you, you're trying to tank without tanking to get Trevor Lawrence and they somehow stuff it up. It's unbelievable. Yeah, this is a, probably another L for the Jets, to be honest. They've had their first W, but really it's an L. Uh, played themselves out of that number one pick at the moment. Uh, but look, it's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, the Jets have stunk all year. How Adam Gay still has a job is kind of beyond me when we've seen other coaches being sacked with... You know, a lot better records. Um, you know, who gets the number one pick? Obviously, we'll find out over the next few weeks. But it's going to be interesting. You know, we spoke about pre-show whether the Jets decide to take Trevor Lawrence, who's the you know highly regarded quarterback from Clemson, number one overall. When they've still got Darnold on the books, and then obviously the Jaguars, who uh, you know definitely need a quarterback. Uh, Gardner Minshew doesn't look like he's probably the, the right one for them down there. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I saw Gardner Minshew fumble the ball on the weekend and talk about didn't want any contact. Like, and that's coming from me. Like that, <laughs> that's rich. Coming from me. From me. I was just uh, going right. to say, guys, like, yeah, sorry to come. I, I reckon, you know, everyone's been bagging the Jets. You know, it's a worst win in history and all that to, to lose an number one spot. The, the, the flip side that I look at it is the, the team seems so pumped with that win. Does that give, mm. does that show how much faith that those guys in the locker room have for Darnold? You know, the fact that they know winning that might cost them the one pick, they're going to lose potentially the, the, the quarterback, but they, the, the, bo- the boys in there might really feel as though Darnold yeah. might be the way forward. They'll pick up a number of good pieces to the puzzle. In, in, as we talked talk last week, they've got a number of other good draft picks there. Is that going to help them long term? You know, I, I, I don't, and, and Adam Gaze, obviously, as well, we don't know what's going on, but I don't think it's all doom and gloom, you know, and, and it's just going to be interesting. The, the, the number two pick's not going to be a bad player anyway, so. Um, it, it's just not another way to look at it where all the doom and the gloom out there at the moment. Man, yeah. To anyone that thinks that players like or try to lose, this is a it's a pretty clear example. Tristan, of course that not. You make. Exactly. Like, winning is everything to these guys. You, you just don't turn up to go. And they know, obviously know what position they're in and they know what comes next next year. But like, they everyone, players always try and win. It's not the players that are out there, you know, making these calls. They made a howler of a call against the Raiders two weeks ago that cost them a win. And that wasn't the, you know, that's I not the players. Nuts. Or didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they may not have tried to lose, but the defensive, the defensive coordinator was trying to lose. Uh, all right, let's move on here. It's now time for our top sport com.au multi of the week. We all get fifty dollars each week to go in and try. Look, it's been a lean year to say the no, least. That's oh. the... We're rolling a hot hand here. We're back to six fifty winner last week, so we got some runs on the board. Eleven hundred and eighty in the kitty, so we're starting to get a bit of momentum. Yeah, oh, we did anyone have uh, me to make ten birdies in their multi? <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you compare it to uh, Nick 
Davis and I's uh, work in the Sweet and Sour podcast. Seven thousand, yeah. Not bragging, but we got up to seven thousand dollars, and it happened quite easily. Um, all right, uh, but we do have a, uh, over a thousand dollars thanks to Tristan and Top Sport. But now it's time to try and get a little bit more money in there. Chad Townsend, well, he's gone for a gimme, and I don't like the gimmies because they hurt you every time. Uh, Chad, where are you going this week for your Top Sport multi? Yeah, this week I'm on topsport.com.au multi. I'm going for uh, my Browns, $1.22 over the Jets. Uh, that's got to be a sure win for us this week in the mm. form that we're in. Mm. And also, I uh, picked the Steelers. Um, contrary to what Tristan said, uh, I think they can bounce back and get a win over the Colts. Turn. They're playing at home. The Colts are favourites. Um, $2.10, a little bit of value for a total of $3.32. $3.32. Boring. Snorville. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rams plus one and a half. Bills minus seven and a half. And I actually, Tristan, while I finish this off, I want you to get me the price on the Bills because I think they can win it all. And the Steelers plus two, $7.63. That will get you the Rams plus one and a half. Bills minus seven and a half. And the Steelers underdogs at home against the Indianapolis Colts who didn't really impress me against the Houston Texans. But uh, I think they can win it all, Tristan. What are they to win it all, the Bills? They're in the fourth pick now. They're $10. So we've got Kansas at two sixty-five, clear favourites. Green Bay at six fifty, New Orleans 9, Buffalo 10. So they're, they're right mm-hmm. up there. They've been very, very impressive. They're very strong defensively. Josh Allen's going very, very well. So, yeah, I, I think they're a big chance. Uh, for my, my multi, I've gone um, Chicago minus 7.5. It's a massive game for both sides. Chicago need to win to stay in the playoff race. Jacksonville need to need to lose to, to stay in that number one pick. So big game for both, both teams. Um, we got Miami minus three. I, I think um, you know I, I, even you, you Dickie, you sort of said your team's out of the contention. So you're going for Washington. Like I, I just feel there may be a bit of a letdown here for Las Vegas this week. Miami's looking good. They need to win to stay in there. And then I'm going Tennessee. We've spoken about it many times. I don't know why they're so underrated. I think they just mm. look a really really good team. I like the plus three and a three and a half there against Green Bay. I, I think they're going to be very very competitive all through the year i'm surprised they're 18 dollars to win the whole thing because i think they've got you know all sides of the ball covered there you go seven dollars 25 all right dicky where are you at are you going against the uh, sponsor with miami yeah, and, and the raiders i am i'm gonna give my man two times number four marcus mariota <laughs> so it's as good as Derek. see there you know it was very disappointing. Tristan got a message of <laughs> sorrow from a Raiders supporter yes, uh, last week when he lift off and then just serious. Anyway, that's another story. But uh, now I'm going to go the Raiders. I'm going to go our teams except for Copes because it's similar to my, uh, <laughs> my preseason bet where all of our teams have covered the over-unders except for Copes' team. is going to cost me there. So I'm going to go the Raiders. At two dollars thirty, I'm going to go to the Browns. I'm just going to roll the hot hand there, and the Saints at a dollar thirty, and that gives us three dollars sixty-nine. There you go. You can uh, go on there and get plenty of markets for the NFL this weekend. Make sure you do gamble responsibly. Uh, okay, no chance for studs or duds this week because we are into the grand yeah. final of the Moving the Chains Invitational. Yes. Big week. It's a massive week. Uh, look, I've somehow found my way to the to the grand final here, and I'm taking on Tristan from Top Sport at the moment as the team sit. Uh, 41% chance of me winning, 59% chance uh, for Tristan. Chad, it's always you always need a little bit of luck because we were talking before the show. You finished minor premier by two games in another league. 
Now you're fighting for last place in this league against Salty, who has not changed the team all year. Hasn't drafted anyone, hasn't put anyone in. He's got players in his team. That's not because he's spending time in the middle either, just quietly. (laughs) Can't make runs, can't make fantasy points. But uh, it's always exciting, though, grand final week, and you do need a little bit of luck. Yeah, definitely. Look, in fantasy, anything goes. Um, Just scrolling through both the teams that both you boys have this week. and I mentioned uh, before the show as well that um, Tristan's put in Jalen Hurts, um, who's projected to get 22. And uh, the big standout for me in Tristan's team is Travis Kelsey. He's projected to get 20 points. He's got 20 points, and I think it was his last four games in a row. Uh, and he's up there with the league in uh, leading uh, reception, receiving yards, sorry. But then on the other hand, Sowie, you know, got Kyle Murray, who's been pretty solid all year. Derrick Henry. Uh, again, an absolute beast. Um, and then, yeah, middle-range guys like CeeDee Lamb can do some damage on your team, Sowie. And then, obviously, you know, Calvin Ridley as well on your team, uh, Tristan. So, look, luck does play a bit of part into it. But it's also, you know, you, you don't want to leave points on your bench. And yeah. that's the thing that that's frustrates That's what I'm looking most. at. I'm looking. I'm low. I'll just go through the benches here. Tristan's got Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton against Buffalo. Look, Newton. <laughs> and then you got the the nursing home. You got Todd Gurley, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, or AJ Green against Houston. Got a, and then you look at Sowie, Kenny Galladay. You gonna put Browns defense in Tristan? I, I, I picked him up last night, so that was my. I, I was very happy. Oh, I reckon yes. that got me the result last week, bringing Hertz. You know, we, we were talking about it last week. I was gonna have to play Stafford, and only. I got there comfortable in the end in the semi, but bringing Hertz in just gave me that extra little impetus. So I've taken um, taken the Browns off the waiver wire last night. So I'm going to bring him in and hopefully that proves the difference. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, my my X Factor last week who got me the win over Aaron Vecini, who I know very, very well. Look, he shit the bed. Okay. He led all year and he I'm shit happy the you bed. beat Vecini. I bet him late. I bet him late too. Yes. Uh, he shit <laughs> the bed and I've been letting him know every morning uh, <laughs> an update and ask him who he's playing this week. And of course, Tristan, well, he knocked off the super coach in Trent Robinson, who we haven't heard much from. Uh, the chat's gone a little bit quiet. So uh, he owes a couple of us, uh, a couple of sneaky lunches. But my guy last week, Logan Thomas from Washington, the tight end, uh, he was outstanding. So, uh, but this week we do have a, a grand final prize. So uh, at the start of the year, there was a thousand dollars to the winner and a thousand dollars of a choice to a charity. Tristan, because you are uh, fronting the cash and we can't afford to because we're an upstart uh, podcast, uh, you are going to donate your cash uh, to someone who can tag us at Moving the Chains on Twitter to get to the closest score if you win. So if you go on to at Moving the Chains on Twitter, go in there and put your score prediction. uh, Have a look. We'll put up the uh, probably the projected ones a little bit closer uh, once our lineups are are sort of final. But uh, Tristan, thank you very much for that. We appreciate that. I will not be donating if I win, okay? uh, (laughs) As most to this show, I don't get paid enough as it is. I don't get any Cronulla beer, so I'll be taking... (laughs) That was my suggestion, was it not? On the WhatsApp the other day, well, when we, if we have to donate, let's spend a thousand dollars on beer that doesn't. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be donating a thousand, but also keeping the other a bit because uh, the wife's already spent it. Uh, all right, Tristan. Best of luck this week in the Move and the Chains Invitational. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of banter. And if you want a chance to win a thousand dollars, look, it's seriously that easy. Go to Twitter at Move and the Chains. Try and guess the exact score of Tristan's hopeful 
uh, for him winning score. If not for me, I could not give rat's ass. If you, if you get his score and he doesn't win, rat's ass. Unlucky. Uh, but best of luck, Tristan. So we just t- is it the winning score or Tristan's score? No, well, if Tristan wins. Go, Tristan. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so projected team top sport score. If and when we win, um, we'll, we'll, we'll pay the, uh, the, the, the thousand of the closest uh, star. Closest, uh, 163. 163. Righty, eh? you, you got to go on Twitter and, and go. No, I'm <laughs> I literally just said the instruction. I'm not saying. Oh, can I win? No, you cannot win. The hell? There you go. Okay, you can win. If I can win, you can win. No. All right, here we go. It's now time. Uh, Look, it's been a long 16 weeks coming up. And, yeah, Tristan, he's a massive sponsor of this show and he's fronted up with the dough and now he's donating money back. But one person who's got away with free advertising for the last 16 weeks has been this guy. (laughs) It is now time for the Trent Copeland Cronulla Beer Co. Fantasy Player of the Week to watch. Make sure you go to cronullabeerco.com.au to get your beer order in now. Yeah. Cronulla Beer Co. Fantasy player to watch this week. Now, I'm listening intently here because he probably has to be on waivers. I mean, it's the only way you can try and get him for a yeah. late change to win this thing. Chad, uh, the Cronulla Beer Co. Fantasy player to watch is? Yeah, this is a tough one this week. Obviously, uh, a lot of leagues this week are playing you know, grand finals um, and pretty much have their... Uh, lineup set, but this guy over the last three weeks has really impressed me. Uh, Browns wide receiver Rashad Higgins. Obviously, they've lost uh, OBJ, which has allowed Higgins to come in and be have more of a prominent role on the offense. Last three weeks, he's got twenty one point five, fifteen point eight, and eleven point six. So, if anyone out there is looking for someone to stream or pick up potential off the waivers and the wide receiver position, Rashad Higgins is your man. I'm just having a look. He's not actually available in ours, is he? No, nah, Dan Frost official has him. Dan Frost official, unbelievable. Not the even content, the content lord. The content lord of moving the chains. <laughs> and uh, just a quick little shout out to Fantasy Football Down Under. Um, suck yeah. it, all right? Suck it. Okay. Can we talk this up? As yeah, a group, as a team. Because, uh, <laughs> look, at the start of the year, Fantasy Football Down Under, he does amazing work. You can go and follow him on Twitter. He runs all these uh, competitions. And we put in $50 as a team. But somehow, by this fluke, I've managed to put us into the final 12 in Australia for a chance to win five uh, large. And, boys, look, it's, it might just be my weekend. I mean, this I have to. We have to finish first, but fantasy football down under. He pretty much compared uh, me playing him in the first round of the playoffs to an onside kick return. Uh, <laughs> and we I took did, it to the house, which I did. So again, suck it. Uh, but yeah, we're we're in the big one, Dickie. It's uh, we've got to go on to DraftKings and pick our team this week, and it's the top team. So the top team out of the last twelve yeah. in the satellite league get a chance to win five grand. So I just we gotta, yeah, I just so we gotta, yeah, we've got a salary cap. Uh, it's the 10 slated games for uh, Sunday, so Monday here. Uh, we've got a salary cap to pick from. I think it was 55,000. We've got to pick our best our best side. We get a, we get a quarterback, uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and a defense special team. So we've got a little bit of homework to do. Hopefully our man Copes uh, mm. can get his way to Melbourne and mm. if he's be good for us if he's locked up in a hotel for three days because he can do our work yes. and, uh, and get us across the line. He yes. gets the telestrator uh, out and the touch screen or whatever else the big man does and, uh, and get it done. <laughs> yes. Best new Australian. Uh, How good is he? Uh, he's so good. But, Chad, um, look, 
I mean, we didn't even expect to be in, in the running. We finished seven and six. We've battled our way there. And, you know, you make hey, your own luck in this game. That's what I was talking about before. You get a bit of luck, fantasy, you know, and as what Dickie always says, fantasy, it's not real. It's, it's not, not real life. So, <laughs> you know, hey, we, we're just playing on. But I've just actually tweeted, boys. I've just tweeted fantasy football down under from the Moving and Chains account. We're coming for you. So. He's, he's done. He's done. He's out. He's out. We're, We're just winning his comp. Week. We're just winning his comp. You can, you can, tweet, <laughs> this. You can tweet this. Suck it. We <laughs> All right. Um, I'll do it right now. There you go. From from Sourware Official and Moving the Chain. Suck it. Um, all right. Uh, of course, we all do that jokingly. Okay. Thanks to yeah. Port, our major sponsor of the Moving the Chains podcast and Cronulla Beer Co. Go on there and order. They've got a heap of merchandise, shirts, uh, allegedly beer, but. No beer. <laughs> just no beer. <laughs> Look, shirts, products, you want to buy it all, it all, it'll all get sent to you. But beer, not really sure. Uh, all right, but uh, stay safe out there. Look after each other. And we'll see you next week to preview the playoffs uh, very, very shortly. Take it easy.